The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, we're going to have a discussion about why we think people tend to break up and why they end relationships prematurely. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to this episode. Oh, okay. So this episode might put push some buttons. Yeah, this is but, um, but a little we just, scary to tackle. Well, I think the disclaimer is more scary <laughs> Okay, so let's do the disclaimer. Okay, so the disclaimer really is that, you know, we're going to we're going to be talking in this podcast about our opinion of couples who break up prematurely. And the disclaimer part of it is just that we are absolutely not talking about abusive relationships. If you are in an abusive relationship, you should absolutely get out. Yes, any kind. There's no premature breaking up in for in abusive relationships you should get the f out if you are experiencing emotional abuse verbal abuse physical abuse yes absolutely and and how do you if you think you might be in an abusive relationship but you're not sure you know if if you feel like your partner is trying to control you if you feel afraid of them Mm -hmm. if you feel like they're threatening to harm you. Mm-hmm. That's abuse. Or if they're harming you physically, that is abuse. Yes. That's the obvious one, right? Yes, that's that's, that's, that's the obvious yes, one. That's the most obvious um, one. But but even this sense of trying to control and yeah. dominate and threaten and uh, yeah, that's... and and really make you feel powerless. Powerless and unworthy like they are stripping you they are trying to strip you of your power that's that relationship that's emotional abuse should be ended yeah as soon as possible okay all, all right. right so we're, so we have done that yes right? okay so we are not talking about abusive relationships here right okay for the rest of this episode we're right. not, talking we are not about referring abusive to abusive relationships, relationships okay. at all okay So, in our opinion, and in what we've seen, including some of our our friends, um, we've noticed that couples tend to break up too early. Um, Instead of maybe digging in, doing the work, um, and maybe I shouldn't say they're not doing the work. Maybe they have done the work up to a point, Mm -hmm. but maybe taking that extra, little extra um mile or or taking the perspective that we're going to share in this podcast mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. wounds yeah. um you know cuz some of our friends we have seen break up only to get into another relationship that really has the same dynamic it's like they're singing the same song yes. just with a totally. different band yes you know toast that's good yeah Good. Things Toast. are just familiar. It's like, okay, we know how this goes yeah. again. And, well, to be honest, you and I mm-hmm. have the similar dynamic in our relationship, right? It's like you, how we've talked about 
like you can have the sensation of having the same argument so many times. Oh, yeah, yes. You know? And yes. And what's so rewarding and fulfilling is when it's kind of the same argument, but it's not. But it's a little different yeah. because yeah. you have done some level of work or, and you have a increased level of awareness and insight about the true reasons for the argument and stuff and a very aligned perspective to take on those relation on those arguments that seem the same old argument is to look for those shining moments no matter how small they are <laughs> mm-hmm. and really focus on that because change you know change takes time and in your relationships you are attempting whether you know it or not to heal a wound that has been with you for a very long time. Yeah. So let's so yeah, let's set the table there because I know in past episodes we've talked about this, but just mm-hmm. to get all of us on the same page, Sienna and I really believe, because we've seen it in our own lives, that one of the sacred reasons for having a committed relationship, a committed monogamous monogamous am I saying it right? Yes. <laughs> monogamous relationship is to heal and transform and transmute the wounds of our past of our childhood in a way that helps each of us as individuals to grow Mm -hmm. and that causes a lot of stretching and Mm -hmm. expanding of points of view i mean i do want to say that some people obviously not us some people are poly. What is it? Wait, is that what it's Oh, called? not monogamous. Monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> right, where maybe they can still, you know, be working on wounds and stuff like I that. See what That's you're just saying. not That's our true. thing. But, yeah. I, but I imagine. We cannot speak to that because we don't Well, know I mean, that. we had a friend who was in one and mm-hmm. and they they eventually broke up, but I can't say it was because there were three of them. I don't know the yeah. details of that, but just saying for us that's what works for us right right we're Um, we're just speaking for us so in the past you know people people have been shocked to know that in our early years we like we almost broke up so many times yeah so many times and i think that what really kept us together is even back then we ultimately had the belief that we are here to grow and we grow in relationship. We grow in our relationships with others, including your partner, most importantly, your partner. Um, But as we have continued to work on ourselves, work on our relationship, and to really understand the concept of of our wounds and our our stories, um, we have absolutely appreciated having stayed together Mm -hmm. to be at this point in our lives now Mm -hmm. so now we are 18 years in Mm -hmm. which is a shock sometimes no kidding right i'm gonna say it's a shock yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah for real So, so we totally know what it's like if if you're in a situation where it's like you have fights that keep you up oh, until God. 4 a.m. Yep. Yep. Or you have a fight and you know that 
okay, for the next week or two, you're going to both be walking on eggshells. Right. And it's going to be really weird. Yeah. We totally know how that goes. We know what that's like. Or if it's just like day in, day out, it feels like the same thing. You're living the same day over and over. And it feels lackluster. It feels boring. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. That's not a reason Mm -hmm. to give up. You know, or you don't feel the spark. Or you don't feel seen. You might have, you don't feel seen. You feel like you're partner is you're just two ships passing in the night passing like you're like really a roommate you know it's not like oh "Oh, this is my roommate (laughs) it's not code like it really feels like a roommate because there might be lesbian bed death you know like all of these things are not reasons to say okay let's just give up it's just not working it's just not working you need to there's stuff there there's still stuff there you know it's like do not give up do not give up. Um, so one of the things that Tos was mentioning earlier is that we all do have wounds that we subconsciously ch- choose. From these wounds, we subconsciously choose a partner to help us heal those wounds. So I think that's really important to really take in. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of uh, new perspective, I guess, that you can take into a relationship you feel needs a little zhuzhing, you know, like what is, you know, if, if your relationship just feels a little dead, it's not dead. It's still breathing. You know, it's just, it just needs a little revival and it might be this perspective that can help breathe life into it again. So do you want to share our individual wounds that we... Gosh. Okay. So we have, we have a lot of different wounds, but I think... There's probably going to be a main wound that mm-hmm. is the, the deepest cut for you. So for me, it's abandonment. Um, my, my parents, my grandparents raised me and my mom left the house. She was going to go. She said she was going to go do um, errands and she just never came back. So that was like. And this is when you were, what, three years old? No, I was one and a half or two. Okay. And then um, my dad, even though he didn't do that type of abandonment, Mm -hmm. um, my grandparents essentially moved us from Hilo to Honolulu. So. Just whisking you guys away. Yeah. So I didn't, I don't, I didn't feel abandoned by him per se, but he wasn't in my in my life in a consistent way growing up because he was on another island. But I definitely felt the abandonment of my mom. Mm -hmm. And I think from that, you know, that wound, um, bringing that into into our relationship, I had tended to feel in, in all of my relationships that I needed to leave before they left because I always thought the person was going to leave. Me. So out of your experience of literally being abandoned by your mother, mm-hmm. you then go through life with a fear of mm-hmm. abandonment. Yes. And in order That's to wound. in order to cope with and defend against that fear, your strategy became, well, I'm gonna abandon them first. Right. See how healthy that is. Like yeah. yeah. Because you just you it's your protective mechanism, right? Right, sure. So sure, to it. me, even though I didn't always leave actually leave the relationship, I emotionally might have left. Mm. You know, um or I left it. 
Um, but also, too, something that's interesting is that whatever your wound is, because you have beliefs and paradigms around that wound. Okay. So for me, the belief was people I love will leave. Mm. Um, so with that belief, when you get into a relationship and you have that kind of belief, it's interesting how if that's the energetic tone you're bringing into the relationship, you tend to attract people who will leave. Mm. You know, so it's not a figment of your imagination necessarily that, oh, I think everyone's going to leave. Mm. You've, you've pretty much connected with someone who is not capable of staying. Mm. You know what I mean? Only so that it, it presents the opportunity to show you that, say, even if they leave, okay. you are going to be okay. You mm. are okay. Mm. Or if you are starting to see that, okay, why, are they, why might they leave? You start, to cre- you start to look deeper and work with them on the relationship to increase your own like worthiness and self-love right because that brings up my opportunity if I feel like they're straying or something which I've had people cheat on me Mm -hmm. right and to me cheating on me even if they haven't actually left the relationship or left me cheating is leaving cheating is leaving me right that's so yeah it's like um it's really looking that's my opportunity to work on my self-worth and know that it's not me Mm. they're cheating they're Mm. leaving Mm. has everything to do about them Mm. and even with my mom right Mm -hmm. she was she has her own stories and things for why she left Mm. it has everything to do with her Mm -hmm. versus oh i wasn't a good kid Mm -hmm. i cried too much or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be (laughs) so and i think that having been in several very long-term relationships to work on this abandonment issue. By the time I got to you, <laughs> Toast, <laughs> it was it was already changing. You yes. know, like um, yeah. we had a foundation, which was music, mm-hmm. that was deeper and more different than any other relationship I've had. Mm-hmm. So that really was kind of like our religion, our spiritual connection yeah. that the other relationships didn't have. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyways, so it's abandonment for me and then what about for you okay so i i like how the wounds that you and i are sharing illustrate the different ways that we can be wounded because i feel like your your situation and your mom abandoning abandoning you i mean that we can put in the category of that's huge that's like archetypal right yeah it's it's a very uh dramatic uh, big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Undeniably. Um, versus what I'm going to share, which I, I feel is, I think I feel, I felt for a long time, it was the most prominent, uh, wounding that I felt. Mm -hmm. And mine would be feeling misunderstood. Mm, Okay. And I'm going to share an example of my most, or one of my vivid memories of it. And by comparison, it's going to be like, oh, that's it. No, but, but yeah, let's 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 talk I, about that. Yeah, yeah, but I think that illustrates that a wound doesn't have to be a result of some huge 
obviously traumatic thing. It, mm-hmm. it can be just a comparatively quote unquote small thing that still impacts you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember one time when I was in Sunday but see, school. Wait, hold on. What? what? But there are no small things. Like to that's me, what that's I'm saying. Not, yeah, I guess that's what like, I'm saying. It's like yeah, no, it's not if even it a small thing. You, it, there it is. Yeah, and right? it's, and and, there's and our something society to... judges and puts labels like, oh, that's big and valid, versus oh, that's small. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and that. and the thing about that is like, you know, you gotta you gotta really give room to a memory that sticks. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like, why right. am I? Right. Why does that? Why do I remember that? Yeah. There's a reason. <laughs> right. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I was in Sunday school, and I must have been. Gosh, what eight, nine? I don't, I don't remember exactly specifics, but I was around there, and I remember being brought up short and really surprised when the Sunday school teacher turned to me, among all the other you know kids in Sunday school, and said, "You're asking, you ask too many questions. You're, you need to stop." asking these questions because you're disrupting the class, you know, um, and the message that I got from that was that the Sunday school teacher thought that I was being unruly and being a punk and trying to disrupt his Mm, lesson, you know, that I was trying to cause trouble and he was needing to put me in my place. Right, right. That's how I felt he saw me. But I was super surprised and shocked and hurt because all I was trying to do was ask questions. I was actively curious and engaged with the lesson that he was trying to teach. I know. Do you see how hurtful that is? I was was showing... small. I (laughs) I was showing my genuine interest in, yeah. in his topic yeah. and, and the lesson. He, I was actively trying to be a good yeah. student and participate. Yeah. And I, I was super interested in what he's trying to say. But instead, I was treated as being a disruption, right? Yeah. So that felt, yeah, yeah I was like, oh my gosh, you, you, don't, you don't understand me at all. Yeah. And so I think that either be, began or continued a pattern of my perceiving myself as being misunderstood mm-hmm. and i think being a dyke didn't help right 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 <laughs> with that so that's right that's the wound that's uppermost i think in, in my awareness mm-hmm. and what's fascinating is that when sienna and i bring our wounds together into this relationship what hap- what ended up happening and what happens sometimes is that Sienna's pattern of what basically what this one isn't anymore yeah that's that's true but we, the we, misunderstood part is still we're I mean I mean we're still working it's just a different layer it's a now. life it's right. a different layer exactly now. exactly before I, but my reaction would always like if something happened and we were fighting I'd be like you know I don't think I don't know if we're meant to be together and I wanted to bail like because I didn't want to be left that so that was your pattern it's kind of like i don't know if we should even be together yeah maybe, maybe we should break up and that was that was your defense that, that was which, my coping how yeah. i coped and, with what was happening yes or and didn't that cope. strategy was the preemptive strike mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. 
And, and from my perspective, I heard that and I saw that and I felt misunderstood. Yeah. Because my reaction was, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not, I'm not thinking that, you know, like, I'm not saying that I think we should break up or that we're in danger <laughs> of that. <laughs> and now we can laugh about it. Because, I mean, it's so silly. I mean, uh, it's not silly. In retrospect, when once you, you get, once you get re- the clarity yeah, on it, yeah. then you, when you, I think when you can laugh at it. Mm-hmm. That You've sh- passed a layer. That shows yeah, you yeah. healed a layer. That's like, thank God. Because we spent months and years not laughing at it. We have been Ooh. together for 18 years. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like we've done, I mean, like we've been through some stuff. So, <laughs> okay. So, yes. So those are our, probably the main center points of our wounds and stories. And I think... You know, just remembering that relationships are like a dance. Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship, it's a dance. And so if you are in a partnership where you feel like, well, my partner's not going to want to really be talking about wounds. That's just how my partner is. Hey, that's totally cool. They're not into this personal development thing. That is totally cool. And you know what? You on your own can look at your wounds. If you understand yourself a little more and maybe why you might have the reactions or have certain buttons pushed that you do, just that allows you to do a different dance in the relationship. And if you change the dance and start doing different steps, your partner cannot do the same dance. You can't have the same dynamic if you start changing the dynamic. Mm. And you alone can begin changing the dynamic, Mm -hmm. you know. So one of the things you can do in addition to that, is just become more curious about your partner. I think a lot of times, even like with Toast and I um, being together for so long, it's like you kind of think you know your partner. It's like, <laughs> right, I know everything about them. I, I, I know what she's going to say. I know what she's going to say. I know what she's going to do. I know what her reaction is going to be. Oh, okay, so never mind. I'm not going to do right. whatever I was going <laughs> to do. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to go there so because. Which is so ridiculous because we're always changing. We are always changing. And in the best relationships, the best relationships allow each partner the room and space and security to feel secure enough in the relationship to change Mm -hmm. and kind of go off and grow while also growing together. You know, the relationship itself is its own entity and vibration. And so those are really the best relationships to cultivate that. But Being curious about your partner and going, okay, well, you know what? I wonder what more there is to know. Or being curious about their patterns. Like if you notice. And their past patterns, yes. Yeah, I think if you notice a pattern in yourself or in, in your partner, it's so fruitful to get curious about that mm-hmm. and to find another layer of clarity about where that pattern comes from how did it start what are the assumptions behind that pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. Um, because just knowing I think knowing that history again helps you to leave more room for that empathy 
yeah. and, and that yeah. generosity of spirit that then allows yourself and the other person room to choose differently. Yeah. Yeah. But if you feel backed into a corner because, mm-hmm. um, hey, well, that's what it's expected of me. Right. You know, right. It does, that and just I, perpetuates the pattern. Yeah. And I think, too, a really great partner match is mm-hmm. a person that will make you stretch, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. grow a bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, where it's not just all easy and flowing. Like, it right. really isn't meant to be all easy and flowing. Well, yeah. Well, see, that brings up an interesting uh, phenomenon that you sometimes see on TV where they interview this old elderly couple that's so endearing. And they talk about how they've never had an argument in their lives. They've just, you know... But They're I think just the okay, love of their lives. I know what you're talking right? about. Right? Yep. I know what you're talking okay. about. But I also think that was a different time. You got married, and you just didn't talk you about dealt this with wound it. shit. Yeah, you dealt with it. You just, you know, <laughs> that's true. You, you made that's your bed. Point. That's you a made good your point. bed. I think it's really different now. That's that's a good um, point. But uh, but I but I do hear what you're saying. Like, and and for me, just to just because I had a relationship where we just got along. Right. 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 But it was missing. And you know what? I guess, okay, well, we can say that that relationship for you obviously and absolutely served a a good purpose. It was a trem- there was a and, tremendous purpose. And there was it. and there yeah. was growing that happened. Yeah. In it. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. but what but what I was going to say about you know a partner that helps you grow yeah okay. and stretch a bit okay. it's kind of like this is just a this is just a quick example which might not seem like is that really growing but i gotta tell you guys it is for me so like one of the things that <laughs> toast has been a little gun shy about doing i guess you shouldn't say gun shy yeah just scared scared to do is um planning a date for me that I don't know what's going to happen because mm-hmm. I'm not good at not knowing what the hell is going to happen because she wants to like, be have control you want to have control yes but what would help me grow is to not have control mm. you know to relax a bit let someone else do it mm. I don't have to know every moment but it's that's hard for me you know mm. because I think with the abandonment because I couldn't control that mm-hmm. that happened right mm-hmm. I couldn't I was like, baby, I couldn't go, don't leave. I mean, I couldn't, you know, I know what you're doing. Don't leave. Like, I couldn't even speak that stuff. So yeah. you do have, like, I, I do have this feeling of I'm, I'm not in control. And abandonment, that concept is like, it feels like it's a vulnerable thing. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. someone can leave any time you don't know when they could say they're going out to get groceries they may never come back Mm. i mean that's dramatic but you know what i mean it's like you don't know but that's the power of the things that happen to us in our early development and so therefore we get imprinted with stuff right right? and so therefore i was very you know like okay how am I going to create my life? What am I going to do? I have a plan. I have a structure. I'm going to do 
this first, A, B, C, D. I had a plan because a plan makes me feel in control. Mm -hmm. Now I have a different relation to plans. But anyways, so a great partner will help you grow and stretch. Yes. You're I'm just thinking, thinking about, about that? that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, can I add anything? Can I add anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> just agreement. Yeah. And I think for Toast, like one of the things that I try to encourage her to do is to share how she's feeling about stuff because she keeps a lot of that inside. And maybe it's because you feel you're going to be misunderstood if you share it. Yeah. yeah. So I try to encourage like, hey, what's going on? Hey, mm -hmm. tell me what, mm -hmm. but why and what? And for me, it's my opportunity to really listen. And I just, I don't even know if you've noticed this, but I made it a point a long, long time ago to, when I'm talking with you, like if I'm going to um, leave the room to get a drink or something, um, I will always say, okay, uh, I'm going to use the bathroom and come right back. Like I'll always try to put on, like, I'll be back. Um, so I and, don't think you're going to leave me? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just to be very... And you have a secret suitcase packed. Just to be very upfront <laughs> about, about those that. Those things help, I believe. That's what you I'm know? saying. It's, it's like, those... like all the little things. I think yeah. um, I also try to be, and this is probably part of me just being a freaking geek too, but I also try to be very specific about like, like, like let's say you're down the hall and you say, oh, can you come in here, you know, for a minute or something like that. And... I'll say, okay, hold on, uh, give me about, and I will put a specific time amount. I won't, I, I don't say, okay, yep. No. And then you don't come. Yeah. Or just, or just know in my head that, well, I'll, I'll finish this up and it's going to take me a couple minutes. I will literally say, mm -hmm. okay, I'll be there in about a couple minutes. Yeah. You know, I, I try to be very specific about, uh, That's true. how I show up Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. So that's a good whole job, Toast. Thanks, man. Wow. So that's a whole that's good. Good job on us. <laughs> so that's all. That's all. But but basically, that's a whole bunch of examples about all the all the types of growing and realization that we have done individually that I don't think we would have done outside of a relationship with each other. Yeah. Right. The relationship is what kind of forces you yeah. to do that level of self-reflection and growing so just remember so we'll leave you with this like just remember that whatever you're going through right now that there isn't a golden opportunity there and that truly 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 and we've said this in in another in other episodes before the content of our lives is the curriculum of our evolution so if you're just quick to leave a situation and not deal with it I promise you that same dynamic is going to appear again because it's our curriculum. It's your curriculum. You it's our curriculum. It. Mm -hmm. So if you're not going to, if, if you're not going to uh, do the work to heal whatever is right in front of you today, mm -hmm. it's going to show up in another way mm -hmm. for you to have that opportunity again to heal. And that's so why we kept having the so same quick. argument over and over yes. because we didn't yes. learn that lesson yet. And once we learned it, then, then that argument stops happening 
so much. So don't leave, learn. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Telling you love life. This I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.